Hello, and welcome to Follow Your Curiosity, where we explore the ups and downs of the creative process and how to keep it moving. I'm your host, Nancy Norbeck. I am a writer, singer, improv comedy newbie, science fiction geek, and creativity coach who loves helping right-brained folks get unstuck. I am so excited to be coming to you with interviews and coaching calls to show you the depth and breadth both of creative pursuits and creative people, to give you some insight into their experiences, and to inspire you. Today's coaching call is with Jamie, who's taken several writing classes with me. She's a new writer without a writing background, but she's not letting that stop her. She's been working on the story of Lizzie, a mythic retelling of her own childhood for a while now, and we talk a lot here about having the courage to navigate the unfamiliar, in this case, a writer's group that doesn't always feel entirely friendly. If you participate in any sort of creative group, especially if you've ever wondered if it's the right one or how to get the most out of it, you'll find ideas here. So what's going on with you? Should we should we do a Jamie coaching call? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe not. <laughs> Maybe not. Okay. Because, I mean, it's all set up, so we could, but it's up to you. Okay. I, I haven't done anything since the last coaching call, so. <laughs> well, maybe we should talk about that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> As long as it's, uh, you know, okay with you. I'm not trying to pressure you. Oh, no. I pressure easy. <laughs> I know. I do, too. I think that's why I try so hard not to pressure anybody else. So, do you want to tell me about the permission slip? Actually, that was a copy. It wasn't my original. Um, so. um, I have, I, I'm Course of Miracles mm -hmm. and the person in Course of Miracles, his name is Jacob Glass. He is gay. He is out there. He is hysterical. He is irreverent. He uses every swear word in the book <laughs> and his original, um, affirmation book or books was the Crappy Angels Chronicles. Mm -hmm. Since then he's written more about, um, starve a, starve a bully can't remember the title of that one is, but his latest book is the Krabby Angels No Bullshit Guide to Peace, Joy, and Prosperity. Okay, I think I need that. <laughs> Just from the title, I think I need that. Right. So that's where this came from. Um, when I saw it, I had looked at your stuff and I said, I really should make a permission slip. When I was writing Lizzie, mm -hmm. um, one of the people give her little calling cards. You can do it. Um, the angels are always with you. And I decorated them all. So supposedly she receives this little journal, this little pink little journal with a little key in it. And all of these sayings are in there and she gets overwhelmed with them. And I thought, well, I could make a permission slip just like those little calling cards. And when I read Jacob's crappy angels, no bullshit guide, it was permission slip. That's the whole thing. Was that's the whole thing? It was. So mm -hmm. as long as you're in integrity and not hurting another yourself, you're good to go. And then he gave this little thing at the end of the whole chapter. They're only a page and a half about the permission slip. And I thought, well, this says exactly what I needed to say. Okay. I really copied it and then just put the little flowers on it. 
that's fine. Now, yeah, it's one thing to copy it. It's one thing to believe it. Yeah. And I was just about to ask you, how did it feel once you wrote it down for yourself? I think it stays on the surface. Okay. Doesn't, it doesn't penetrate all the way through. Yeah. That's a good idea. And that sounds really great. And, mm -hmm. and yeah, that's the way it's supposed to be. And those are the lessons I'm giving Lizzie. And that's the way we're all supposed to be in the whole wide world. And damn it, that doesn't make any sense to me. So. <laughs> yeah, we're done. <laughs> so what did you do with it? Um, Other than post it on Instagram. Right now it is sitting on the dresser. It's one of the only things that's out there because everything else is still packed. Mm -hmm. So it is, it is sitting out where I can see it. Okay. And I think, gee, that's pretty. But then I start to analyze that the printing is really pretty crappy. And I hear my mother singing the song about, you know, you can't write. Why can't you write right? And, you know, those letters aren't straight. And maybe I should have made them all pink instead of all pink and green. And then maybe I should have made them purple. And that flower sure is crooked. And yeah, so the perfectionism starts up. Uh -huh. Hmm. What would you say to Lizzie if she'd written it? Probably you're on the right track. Um, but it takes more than putting words down on a paper. Um, you need to maybe do a little bit more reading and taking that in and thinking about what that means. Okay. Um, and I know it's scary and I know you don't want to be loved and I, and I know that that's really hard for you. And that's what it takes. That's beautiful. How does it feel for you when you say that to her? First shot of the box was, you go, girl, it's too late for me, but not for you. And then I'm thinking, well, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Without me, there's no you. So. Uh -huh. And it's funny how that happens. <laughs> I think that's why it's, I'm so passionate about writing that is that I wish it were me mm -hmm. at 12. I wish those lessons had been available, those thought systems, those patterns. Sure. But it's not. So. Yeah. But you know what Gloria Steinem said? It's never too late to have a happy childhood. <laughs> It feels like it. I feel like I'm pulling away more than trying to go go into. I'm, I'm isolating and 
was a big hoo-hoo about the, 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 the way writer's group was supposed to be and how you're supposed to submit it. And mm-hmm. then people saying, well, no, when I get mine, all I, they say is it's great, but they don't give me any constructive stuff on how to fix it. And, and, and I thought, well, you, if you're expecting me to do that, then I need to drop out because I don't have those, those analytical, I don't mm-hmm. see what you are seeing. It's fascinating that you see, but I don't see what you see. So. Have you ever I, had that conversation with them? It's time to drop out again. I've dropped out before and just write for me and just don't worry about going to group and get it. I don't, I don't know. I mean, that's a possibility. You know, I'm kind of sitting here wondering if you're in the wrong group, but you might not be. It might just be that, you know, they're not used to somebody who comes from where you come from with your background. And it could be that what you have to offer is not what they expect, but would still be valuable to them. And it might just be a matter of trying to explain that to them if that works. It might, and it was only one voice. So I have to make sure that I remember that there was 25 others that that didn't quite agree or chime in and say, Oh yeah, me too, me too, me. Mm -hmm. So, um, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you know, writers groups can be great because they're supportive and they're structure. And so you've got a deadline of sorts and you feel like you're participating and you're in a community with, you know, your people, but they've got to be your people. So nobody's they can, you know, they I, can be such a double-edged sword. I'm so isolated. Nobody's my people. I don't know. I think there are your people out there. Can you- <laughs> I can't see you, but I'm waving at you anyway. <laughs> I waved back and I thought, mm, okay. Because <laughs> look, I'm pretty sure you're my people. I kind of think it tends to go both ways. That's all I'm saying. So, you know, I bet there are other ones may take a little effort to find them. It might. It might be that, you know, your people aren't near you. It might be that you need to find them online or something like that. Maybe. Or maybe, you know, maybe it's just that you need to go right for you and not worry about them. You'll, you'll know the right answer because you'll feel it in your gut. Yeah, I have to learn how to separate that I want to run. I, I'm running rather than this is what I need to do. Yeah, that's that's the tricky part. Yeah, and I usually just cut my losses and run. But a cool thing is that um, there is a there's a theater group. It's very tiny, and I think they do a lot of. I don't know if they do improv or not, but five years ago when I first joined the group they said something called page to stage. So the writers from the group could write a small piece, five minutes or six, not much longer than 10. And they would submit, they submitted to the actors and the actors each took a piece, interpret it. So most of it's done on teleprompters. Okay. um, They're doing it again. And I sort of submitted a piece. Um, We had to write, we wrote about uh, wrote about pictures. Okay. Same pictures that we that and there's a picture in the hallway. It's the girl at the she's standing at the door knocking. Mm-hmm. 
anyway, and I wrote, I wrote a small piece. It's only like four minutes. And when I got done with it, the guy next to me said, you should submit that. And I said, really? And he said, yeah. So I submitted it and the actors agreed to take it along with 11 others. So there's 12 of us. So on February 10th, it's called page to stage and we have no idea what they're going to do with it. So they could interpret it much different than it's really written. And then I guess the author gets to stand up and say, gee, that's not what I expected or boy, you did a great job with that or, or whatever. So it might be, it'll be interesting to see what they do with everybody's individual pieces. It definitely will go you for submitting. Yeah. I mean, I want to say that's exciting, but it depends on how you feel about it. But you did the the thing, which is tough a lot of the time, just getting to the point of submitting. I don't think they were real fussy. (laughs) You never know. I'll send you the piece. It's, it's a famous picture and I, I see it in the hallway a lot. It's on, it's on the third floor and I walk past it a lot. So, um, and it came all at once. Mm-hmm. It came written. I just described it. That's all. Oh, I, I know that feeling. It's kind of wild when that happens. It is. It's very, it's very wild. Yeah. Yeah. It's like yeah. that weird. I literally don't know where this is coming from feeling. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Well, look, if they hadn't thought that they could do something with it, they wouldn't have taken it. Probably not. Um, Almost certainly not. Just a thought. Just a thought. (laughs) So February 10th, you get to go see it. Yes, February 10th, I get to go see it. Well, and the last time I went, I didn't know I had just joined the group, so I didn't know people and I didn't know pieces. And so a lot of these are pieces I've I've read mm-hmm. stories or it can be part of a chapter or it could be just a piece of poetry or or whatever you wanted to do. So I've heard most of the stuff, I think, that's being submitted. So it'll be much more interesting this time to see how the actors actually interpret the piece. Definitely. And how they interpret the other ones. Yes. Yes. So somebody in the same group told you to submit this. Uh, Yeah. I'm going to assume that that's not the same somebody that you had issues with. No. Are there other somebodies of the you should submit this type in the group? Or is it more the first kind? I think it's more the second kind. Okay. Because if it's more the second kind, then it seems to me like there may just be a voice or two that you know you're not going to pay attention to because they're not on the same wavelength as you. And maybe they're just not your audience. So they're not going to get it anyhow. I mean, if, you know, if you hand... James Joyce to somebody who only reads, you know, mystery novels, they're going to look at it and say, I don't care about Ulysses. This is terrible. This is the worst thing I've ever written. Why on earth would I read this? And why did anybody publish it? But somebody else loves James Joyce. Mm -hmm. 
So, you know, that may be part of it, too. And you just kind of have to say, yeah, you just don't get my stuff. That's okay. And ignore that. And that the reason that I'm putting it that way is that it's easier to ignore those voices if you realize that they're just not your audience than if you think, oh, I'm just not good enough. I feel like I'm not doing my part a lot of time and I'm reading other people's manuscripts. I just say, you know, I like this or, or wow, that was a great line. And other people are able to say, well, if so-and-so did this, how come this didn't happen first? And my brain doesn't work that way. And so I think what they said this morning was they were looking for more of, more of that kind of critique on their papers of, well, what can I do to, to make that sentence better? Or what is it that, I need to do to make you understand my point of view better. Um, and I, I don't have those tools yet. So I feel like I'm going to be the one that's still saying, wow, that was great or good dialogue. Well, what does good dialogue mean? It doesn't mean anything really. Um, I can see if you want to approach it this way, how this could actually be a really cool way for you to start figuring out how writing works. Okay. On a, I, on a more detailed level. Okay. If, if you notice, and I don't know, like, do you, do you get these things to read ahead of time and then come back the yeah. next time and discuss them? Yes. We have two weeks. So, okay, so you have time. 2,500 words per. And if you go five thousand five hundred words, then it goes a month. Otherwise you get two weeks to read manuscripts. Fair enough. Okay. But you have time. So yeah. when you when you go through and read somebody's piece, do you just read it? Do you highlight anything to remember that you want to tell them that you really liked it or that you didn't understand it? Or how, how do you work with it? Most of the time, I just read it. And if something jumps out, I'll check it or or... Yeah, just check it or I like this or but there's no constructive. <laughs> right. I'm I'm getting yeah. to that. There's, there's no constructive in there. Because what I think might be worth a try if this feels right to you, so you'll have to tell me, is if you go in and you say to them, and I'm going to borrow a line from Sam Seaborn on the West Wing, but you don't have to. <laughs> That, you know, you you want to ignore the fact that, you know, you're a little bit late to this writing party and embrace the fact that you got here at all. And therefore, you're coming at it from a very, very, very beginner's point of view. Which is not necessarily a bad thing. I mean, people talk about beginner's mind for a reason. You know, you may very well notice things that people who've been doing this and, you know, have the degrees and have published whatever aren't going to see as easily. But if you just tell them that you are trying to figure this out and, and to get to the point where you can offer the kind of feedback that they're looking for and you appreciate the opportunity to hone this skill with them. And then when you go through and read something, notice the stuff that you think is really good because you're already doing that. Right. And if anything doesn't make sense to you or whatever, mark that too. And when you're done, sit down and look at it and see if you can quantify what it is in that section that you thought was good dialogue. Why do you think it was so good? 
what does it feel really lifelike? Does it describe something really well? You know, what is it that really worked for you? Okay. And I'm not talking like do your master's thesis on it, but spend, you know, maybe five or 10 minutes looking at it and see if you can figure it out. You probably won't the first time. Uh -uh. (laughs) It's going to take you a while. But the more you do it, the more you start looking for stuff, I think the more you'll see things. And, you know, do that with the things that you think don't work too. Why don't you think they work? I have the language yet. I don't have, I have little kids language. I don't have the big long. That's okay. Do the best you can with it. Tell them, tell them you don't have the vocabulary for it. And if you're in the group and somebody uses a term and you're not sure what it is, when they're finished saying whatever they have to say, ask them what that means. You know, when you come in and you basically say, hi, I'm a beginner, you know, tell them I may have questions about vocabulary that you're using because I don't know what these things are. But Mm -hmm. once I start to get what those different terms mean, I'll be able to be more helpful to you. And I can't imagine if you go in that way that they won't be okay with that. I mean, you may get one or two people who just kind of roll their eyes and whatever, and you ignore them and you say they're not my audience and be done with them. But I'll bet that the you should submit this person is going to help you out. And I bet others are too, because they're going to appreciate what you're trying to do. And that's what a writer's group is for. And if they don't get that, you know, that's why I was saying it could be it's not the right group, but I'll bet you there are enough people in that group who will understand what you're trying to do that they at least, even if they're just a subset of the group, will be the right group for you. And you'll get to learn stuff from them and they may learn stuff from you because you're coming in with this totally different point of view. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I would give that a try and see what happens. Starting to write down some of the things I hear coming out of their mouth was there or we the author stays quiet and they, mm-hmm. they bring the piece out and, and so everybody discusses it and they'll say different things about it and things that, that sound like they would be a good critique. I've been writing down on a piece of paper and then okay. I'm going to look at them and say, Oh, well that, that, that sentence right there, that fits what I'm feeling right now. Maybe I can write that. So I'm kind of doing some copycatting, but at least I'm thinking and I'm using their terminology and, correct terminology and and there's nothing wrong with that it's kind of like you know you're you're reminding me of my seventh grade french textbook Ah. you know i mean what's the first thing they have you do is learn a little dialogue you know what like five words in that 50 word dialogue mean Mm -hmm. but after the first you know week you probably have all 50 words Mm. so what you're doing is is like landing in a foreign country and picking up the language without a textbook. It's brilliant. That's what you should be doing. That's how you learn. Okay. But I'll seriously, I would, I would just be flat out honest with them and tell them that's what you're trying to do. And I'll bet you that more people than not will be cool with it. Okay. And you know what else? What? If you go in there and do that, you're basically giving yourself permission to be yourself. Just like mm-hmm. on the permission slip. And if they're cool with it, they're giving you permission to do it too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Baby steps, baby. Itty baby steps, yes. Itty bitty baby steps. But you're doing all the right stuff. It's really brave to go out and sit in a writer's group when you don't have a writing background. It is super brave. Stupid, but... <laughs> no! Well, okay. Sometimes there's a fine line between brave and stupid. That's fair. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, I... I don't think it's stupid this time. I think it's definitely brave. Okay. I will put yourself out there. And a writer, a writer's group can be the lion's den. Yeah. Just why, you know, my first question is always, is it the right writer's group? Because if it's a writer's group where everybody's trying to outdo everybody else and they're all going to slit each other's throats, that is not the right writer's group for you. No, that's not, that's not what it is. Yeah. So I think odds are, are pretty decent that you're in at least a passably good place for where you are right now. And it might turn into the absolute right group that you have no question you totally love, except for the one guy over there who looks at you funny and who cares. Probably it's been in, it's been in existence for over 25 years. Um, we've only, this is the second moderator and she's really good. I didn't like the other one. Um, I feel much more comfortable. Of course, I always feel more comfortable with a female. Um, she teaches English and I think at a university, but very open and very kind and very non-judgmental. The other one had some issues that I didn't care for. So I'm finally relaxing enough. Um, with this new one and I think I'll be okay with her. Yeah. She sounds like the kind of person you could go to with, with all the stuff we've been talking about and she'll get it. I think she would. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have a feeling she'd be super excited that you're there to do what you're doing and we'll have your back. Yes. Cool. I sense that. Yes. I sense that. Alrighty. Alrighty. So you got a plan. Yet another. <laughs> <laughs> so how's the permission slip feeling now? Oh, a little better. Good. Good. Bullshit guide, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I really seriously need to go look up that book. That's our coaching call for this month. I hope you'll share your thoughts on Instagram at FYCuriosity. And I'm looking for volunteers for these calls. Interested? I'd love to talk to you. Email me at nancy at FYCuriosity.com. You can find show notes and learn more about how you can work with me to follow your curiosity at FYCuriosity.com. I'd also love for you to join the conversation on Instagram. You'll find me at FYCuriosity. Follow Your Curiosity is produced by me, Nancy Norbeck, with music by Joseph McDade. If you like Follow Your Curiosity, please subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to tell your friends. It really helps me reach new listeners. See you next time.